Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called A Right Position, Humility and Blessedness. It's from Matthew chapter 5, 6 through 10. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for God's approval. They will be satisfied. Blessed are those who show mercy. They will be treated mercifully. Blessed are those whose thoughts are pure. They will see God. Blessed are those who make peace. They will be called God's children. Blessed are those who are persecuted for doing what God approves of. The kingdom of heaven belongs to them. Well, I'm concluding with the last several Beatitudes. It seems they can be summed up by a proper attitude and understanding of ourselves before God and alongside our fellow sojourners, people with whom we do life. Humility is just that, a right view of our need for God and living for His approval only. And one sure indicator that we have relationship with God is that we desire to live in harmony with those around us. Let's think about Paul, who had been a very arrogant and incredibly well-educated Jew in the first century. He did an about-face after he met Jesus. Hmm, have you ever noticed that those two often go together? Arrogant and well-educated? Hmm, no matter our level of education or powerful position in the world, our low position before a holy and just all-righteous God does not change. Yet, He is so good. Look what Paul then wrote about this attitude we ought possess. Then, I'm saying, after his radical conversion, which is recorded in the book of Acts, chapter 9. He then wrote, As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a, has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. That's Colossians 3, verses 12 through 14. When the Jewish leaders tried to entrap Jesus, asking what the greatest laws were, He had a simple, ready answer. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. You know, in the last weeks, I've spent a lot of time studying and then teaching on the beliefs of the Muslims, then the Mormons, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, And this past week, the Scientologists, which it was in the last morning briefing. In my study, I have read a lot on the founder or leader of each faith, as well as the doctrine and beliefs of each from their own writings. But compared with the God of the Bible, the salvation offered through Jesus Christ, and what living life in Him and with Him looks like, The rest is falderall. Truthfully, it makes me so sad to think of so many people, adherents in each of the religions mentioned, striving, 
constantly striving, trying to work their way into being good or righteous enough to earn their way to heaven. I sat next to a girlfriend at lunch after Women of Passion last week. She's currently reading through the Old Testament. She turned with wide eyes and said, Wow, it was crazy. And hey, why don't we offer burnt sacrifices anymore? You know, like the people did back then. Taking another bite of salad, I turned and said, Because Jesus became our once and for all sacrifice. He was the perfect lamb. It all seemed so casual, and yet, that sums it up. Jesus did what we could not do for ourselves. And with Jesus came freedom. Read Galatians 5, verse 1, I said to her. These are the reasons we read scripture and study the life and teachings of Jesus, such as the Beatitudes and how Jesus lived and loved. They serve as a guideline for life. We cannot let any religion or man-made construct move us to do service or keep rules that encumber us. Christ came for freedom. As Paul said, for in him We live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. In Jesus, we are blessed. Oh, and Galatians 5.1? Well, this is what it says. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians 5.1, also from the pen of Paul to the church at Galatia.